In a world full of trends, what does originality look like? This is a faith-based podcast all about standing out in a copy and paste culture. Brianna Leffler brings a unique, honest and transparent take on what it means to tune out the noise, dial into God and walk the unique path that he has for you. Hi guys and welcome back to Breaking the Blueprint podcast. My name is Rihanna Leffler and I'm your host. I've been gone for a while and that's because COVID got me. For the second time guys, COVID had me out of commission and so I've been gone for a while but I am back and feeling much better and I'm ready to get this episode going. I don't have a title for it yet. Hopefully by the time the episode is done, I will think up of a title. But I can tell you that this episode is about hope. As always, I'm going to start with a Bible verse. Today's Bible verse is taken from Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Don't you know that your life could change tomorrow? This was the question that God asked me while I was driving somewhere let me give you some context i had an appointment that ran later than i expected and i ended up being late for a subsequent appointment the other party ended up canceling due to me not being able to make it on time um i was a bit bummed about it but i figured maybe the potential project i was meeting about just wasn't for me i was already on my way there so i just completely like released the situation and turned around to go home you know it was a friday so i just kind of settled in for a cool drive home you know in relaxed mode and suddenly i heard the internal voice of god and he said don't you know that your life could change tomorrow i knew it was the lord but i did not understand the question it felt so random but Then I remembered that I did have a meeting the following day about another opportunity. This meeting was not something I had really like put any thought to because the opportunity felt like so unlikely at that point. It was something that um, I had been chasing for a little while. So I kind of, I was kind of viewing it from a cynical lens, I guess, instead of a hopeful one. But God's question kind of jarred me awake to the reality that my life could really change in 24 hours, less than 24 hours actually. However, instead of allowing the words to like really take root, I just kind of waved it off and continued on with my afternoon. But fast forward to 24 hours later, the opportunity I had been skeptical about the day before was presented to me, exactly what I wanted and asked for. Um, I can't really go into that much detail yet but i say all that to say don't you know that your life could change tomorrow i thought it was so strange how the lord phrased the question in my mind i was wondering why didn't he say do you know that your life could change tomorrow that would be a much easier way of saying it but he very clearly said don't you know that your life could change tomorrow um While kind of looking at the differences in those phrases online, I found the the perfect explanation for why God used the words he used. And I found it on italki.com, 
one of the writers, Anya, wrote, the difference is in the expectation. If you ask, don't you know, you expect the other person to know it already and are perhaps surprised that they may not. You see, God expected me to know that my life could very easily change in 24 hours. Why? Because as a believer, I should live with perpetual hope that God is always working on my behalf. The life of a believer should be a life of hope and faith. No matter how dark things look, no matter how ordinary and mundane life may seem, everything can change in the twinkling of an eye. Now, most people would tell you that that's a bad thing, an anxiety-inducing reality, but we who belong to God have the, the assurance that he is constantly working everything for our good. While you are busy complaining or busy with life or just busy with busyness, Everything could change tomorrow. You could be in the monotonous rat race today, trudging through a life that feels boring. And tomorrow, you could be on a plane heading to fulfill a long-awaited dream. What's the point of my rambling? I want to encourage you to live in a state of constant expectation. Not in anxious trepidation of something unfortunate happening but in hopeful expectation of what God will do in your life. God can do anything and he will do whatever he wants but he is so pleased by our faith and our hope and he is worthy of our hope and our trust. When the Bible says these three things remain, faith, hope and love, it means these three things remain. Like Love is, love is the foundation and it is also the pillar of our faith and our hope. God's unending and incorruptible love for us makes him worthy of our faith and our hope. He is a good father whom we can always trust to do us good and not harm. I feel like I have rambled on and on only to say this to you. God is the God of the impossible. No matter what you are going through or how long you have been going through it, don't you know that your life could change tomorrow? I I always think of the woman with the issue of blood. Do you know how many doctors she must have gone to and how many times she laid her head on her pillow at night, hoping and praying that when she woke up, things would be different? We know that she had hope. We know that she was still believing. Otherwise, she would have had no motivation to press through a crowd of people to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. Everything she had experienced up to this point told her that she should not hope. After all, she had done everything she could to get her healing. She had 12 years of evidence to persuade her to give up. 12 years of dealing with this issue. Yet in spite of of the 12 years of proof she had to the contrary she pressed through a mob of desperate people with the faith and hope that things would change for her i ask you have you have you settled into your reality so much that you've crafted your life around your issue quote unquote whatever that may be and somehow you know you're telling yourself that it's just a permanent part of your life now it's a foregone conclusion that that issue will not change. Life may change. Time may go on, but that issue is written in stone. The devil loves when we live without hope because he knows that hopelessness leads to depression and depression leads to a lack of movement and a lack of movement 
hinders what could have been ours, the blessing, the healing, the opportunity, everything that God has in store for us. A lack of hope will cause us to stop moving. And when we stop moving, we never make it to our healing. We never make it to the promised land. I always go back to the Israelites, right? Because I honestly have been walking through a a season of coming out of a, a personal wilderness. And if they had stopped moving, they never would have reached Canaan. And so what my experience that day with God asking me that question, what it taught me is that my hope is an integral part of me reaching my promised land because hope is what keeps us moving the hope of things changing the hope of reaching a destination the hope of acquiring that which God has promised that hope is what keeps us pressing forward and without that hope we're just living in this this space of just this space where There is a lack of movement because we don't believe that things can change. But I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're going through or how long you have been dealing with a situation, I say to you and I ask you the same question that God asked me. Don't you know that your life could change tomorrow? I mean, I wish I could share with you in greater detail and with greater context what happened in my life but it's not yet time and I can't do that right now but I want you to understand the magnitude of this you could be living one life right now and in less than 24 hours one sleep away everything in your life could change the cancer diagnosis that you have healing could be declared 24 hours the debt that you have can be completely cleared in 24 hours. This desire that you have for greater intimacy with God can be completely filled in 24 hours with just one encounter with God. And even for the one who is struggling with the monotony of life, that is day in, day out, it feels like you're doing the same thing, like you're on a like you're a hamster on a wheel, just work home, work home, work home, church maybe, work home, work home. And it feels as though you are just living life. I I want to remind you that your life could change tomorrow. Not because of some arbitrary spin of a wheel, but because you have a father who loves you. Because you have a God who is always working on your behalf. Even when you can't see it, he's working. Even when you can't feel it, he's working. Even while you sleep, he is working. And he can do more in 24 hours than you could do in 12 years. He can do more in 24 hours than you could have ever dreamed, expected, imagined, thought. I want you to understand that going back to the verse of today. I want you to know that God has plans to prosper you. And that word prosper there, most people will take it to mean financial wealth, but it's so much deeper than that. Prosperity, it 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 comes with honor, it comes with peace, it comes with joy, it comes with a sense of fulfillment and contentment nothing missing, nothing broken. And I want you to know that that's God's plan for you. 
is his plan for you to live in that place of prosperity. He plans to give you hope and a future. And so while you are living in your present, you have a father who is thinking five years down the lane, 10 years down the lane. He is an infinite number of steps ahead of you. We don't live like the world. We are not hopeless because of Jesus Christ and what he has done. We have a hope. Yes, we have a hope of of heaven, meeting with Jesus and being with him when we pass from this life to the next. But I also want you to know that you have a hope in this present life. And whatever situation you are in, it is not a permanent thing. There is hope for you. There is hope for you because you have a God who plans to give you hope and who plans to give you a future and who plans to prosper you and who plans never, never to harm you. And so that's what I want to impress on you today, to live a life of hope, understanding that wherever this podcast meets you, wherever my words are hitting you, whether it's in your car whether you're at work, whether you're in your room, in bed, no matter where you are, wherever this word hits you, I want you to know that your life could change tomorrow, not because of anything you do, but because of who God is, because he is a good, good father, because he plans to prosper you, because his thoughts toward you are good. And so I want you to live in a place of hope, no matter what you're struggling with, I'm sure the woman with the issue of blood, like I said, she had 12 years of proof that nothing would change. And yet still, she hoped that with one touch of Jesus's garment, with one touch, her life would change. And so I encourage you today, have hope. Truly believe that God has plans to prosper you and not to harm you, that your life could change tomorrow. But yeah. I still haven't settled on a title for today, but that's all I have to say, really. I hope that something I said has resonated with you, and I hope that it has blessed you. And most of all, I hope that you can live your life with the hope that God will do exceeding abundantly above all that you could ask or think. And that you live with that expectation that he will do exactly what he has promised. And that no matter how dire your situation is and how hopeless it may look from the outside, there is no such thing as a hopeless situation when God is involved. So before I go, I'm going to pray for you. Father, I bring these persons before you who may be listening to this podcast. And Father, I ask that you would touch them, touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their lives, Father. I pray that you would renew and restore their hope in you, the only one who can change their situation, Father. I thank you that even now you are working in their life to bring them to an expected end, to give them a hope and a future, to prosper them and not to harm them, Father. And I pray that you would give them a clear view of your love, remind them That even when they can't see it, that you are working in their lives, Father. Restore their hope. Renew their trust in you, God. Remind them of your love for them. And help them to stand firm and stand fast in your power and in your goodness. In Jesus' name I pray.
Amen. Thank you guys for listening and see you next time. Bye-bye.